everyone. Thanks for checking out Casual Nonsense. My name is Mark, and I'm your host. Be sure to follow the show right there in front of you with whatever podcast platform that you happen to be using. We really appreciate the support there. Also, if you think that you'd be a good guest for the show or you know someone that might be, you know, feel free, reach out. Let's see if we can make some magic happen. Anyway, so for today, in the honor of the fifth and final installment of the Indiana Jones franchise, Lord Booze joins me on the show today, and we go over some of our favorite Harrison Ford films. Uh, He's played some pretty iconic characters over the years, so we want to dive in a little bit and see which one is my favorite, which one is Booze's favorite. So which one is your favorite? I'd like to know that as well. So uh, anyway, check out the show, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. This is Mark, back again, Casual Nonsense. Today with me, Mr. Booze. What is up, Lord Booze? Hey, Mark. It's not the years, honey. It's the mileage. <laughs> right to the right to the quotes. I love it. I love it. I thought maybe you would have came with the uh, "No Time for Love," Doctor Jones, or or uh, Germany has declared war on the Jones boys. <laughs> well, if you couldn't figure it out uh, today, we are all about Harrison Ford. Uh, in honor of the fifth installment of Indiana Jones, we thought it only fitting to. Pay a little tribute to Harrison Ford. I mean, who doesn't love Harrison Ford? I love Harrison Ford. I mean, he's the man's man, is he not? I grew up with him. I mean, my dad's first ringtone is still the Raiders March. He still has it going. I don't know. Very nice. Figure it out in 1999, and he still has the loud Indiana Jones ringtone still going. Dang. From the original, right? Raiders? The original. All right. Well, Mr. Booze, you are back again with us here as my in-house Harrison Ford Indiana Jones expert. Uh, we were supposed to have my boy Pete join us, but uh, I think he may be off running with the Bulls somewhere. Maybe he'll join us next time. So good luck, Pete. Good luck, Pete. So this is what we got, right? I mean, what can we say about Harrison Ford? I mean, you know you know the big names here. So this is what I'd like to do. I would like to know what you think Harrison Ford's top five movies are. And what we're going to do is this is, does not include Indiana Jones because we already know those are his best movies. For the sake of this podcast, Raiders is probably number one on both our lists. Number one in my list of all movies of all time. It's number one. So we're going to eliminate that from the list because we're not doing a top six. We're going to do a top five. Okay. Gotcha. Why don't we Why don't we dive right into that? Okay. Who's What's your number five? All right. So everybody knows my age. I, I, I live with Harrison Ford from the 80s and 90s. So yep. my top five doesn't even go into the 2000s. That, that shows you how age skewed I am here. But okay. uh, number five is Air Force One. Get off my plane, Mark. Get off my plane. Get off my plane. Would you say he is a top five fictional president in movies? The movie doesn't really get me into the, you know, I, I got some other, we could do another podcast on top five fictional presidents. It's just a great action movie. It's a different setup. It's a great cast. I mean, Gary Oldman, Harry You're avoiding Ford. my question. Is he a top five fictional movie president? Is he better than uh, Michael Douglas? No. Is he better than Aaron Eckhart? Yes. Are we talking TV or just movies? No, movies. Movies. All right. Today's top five president movies. Big screen. Top five. Fictional. Fictional presidents, right? Yeah. So yeah, we're talking yeah. Aaron Eckhart. We're talking nope. Morgan Freeman. Eh, not enough screen time for Morgan. Michael Douglas. Yeah, he, he's done pretty well. I'm going off the top of my head here. Give me some fictional presidents. I mean, if I can only name those three, then a he's lot of them aren't top. really named. Like they're like the role characters in movies. So, um, Jamie Foxx is he better than Jamie Foxx? Yes, way better than Jamie Foxx. <laughs> okay, well there we go. And I like Jamie Foxx. Godspeed, Jamie Foxx. We love you, but he's not. He's a better fictional president. 
All right. So Air Force One is your number five. What number is your five? Number four. The one non-action movie in here that I absolutely love. Presumed Innocent. 1990. Presumed Innocent. Excellent movie. You like that one? Yeah, it's a little legal thriller. It has a great cast with Harrison Ford. And it just kind of changes up. He's kind of a scumbag, but he's like... I was going to say, yeah, he, he plays like a creepy... Creepy district attorney. Yeah. But uh, okay. the great twist at the end, you never know if he did or not until the end when you find out what happened. Great John Spencer role. Speaking of great West Wing people, John Spencer. Really good movie. I just, I, I like Presumed Innocent. That's not a repeat watchable for me. So, yeah, but I'll give it to you. All right. Uh, when you want to cuddle up on the couch on a nice rainy day and put on a mystery, it's presumed innocent in the, in the booze house. Yeah, it's the, it's the closest to a Dateline show, presumed innocent. So. All right, I cheated on number three. So it's two movies, but it's one number three. Well, I know the answer then, but you say it. Clear and Present Danger and Patriot Games. Jack Ryan, good character. Yeah, you know, it's funny because my second favorite movie of all time is The Hunt for Red October, which is Alec Baldwin. But he plays a great, you know, he fills in for Baldwin and he, Patriot Games and uh, Claire and Presidente are really good movies. Well, you know, there's a story behind that, right? The director who directed the Alec Baldwin version, he actually wanted Harrison Ford from the beginning and didn't get him. So in order for him to come back, there's two versions of this. One, he said, ongoing one is that he said he would only direct it the next one, Patriot Game, I believe. Patriot Games was, I believe, the first one that Harrison Ford yep. did. Patriot Games was 92 and Clear and Present was 94. There you go. He came out and said he would only the, the rumors. He said he'll only do it if Harrison Ford plays him. But then there's another rumor from Alec, Alec Baldwin's camp says that Harrison Ford went behind his back, kind of undermine Baldwin so that he got the role. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't care. They're both good movies and I'm glad he played them. Yeah, they're great. So much fun. Yeah, so much fun. And that's why I have those in there. So uh, that's number three for me. OK, OK. What's your what's your dose? All right, so this is where it's going to get controversial. Okay. There's another big trilogy hanging out there, and it's not number one for me. It is number two. So I am linking the Star Wars Han Solo number two. Han Solo. That's the reason why I put it number two. It's more of a supporting role, so I don't consider it his movie. It, you know, it's every guy's guy. We, we, love, we love Han, of course. We've talked about Star Wars in previous podcasts. It's number two. It's not the number one. It, there's a movie out there that's still, to me, I watch it every time it's on, and I love every Star Wars movie, but there's a Harrison Ford movie that i rather watch. I know which number one is, but all right, so Star Wars is a whole other uh, discussion because I agree. I think him as Han Solo makes you, everyone wants to be Han Solo. Like as a kid growing up, like you want to be that cool, smirky, smuggler type, right? Shoot first. (laughs) Shoot first, kiss the girl, but don't let her know you want to kiss the girl. You know, he was the ultimate uh, cool guy. Yeah, for sure. It was also uh, not my number. You know, I just couldn't make it number one. Okay. Uh, hit me with your number one. All right. Here we go. I know the answer. You want to know what it is? I think you're going to guess wrong. We'll see. What would you guess? I was. I couldn't think of a quote from what I was going to guess. So I'll just let you say it. 1993, The Fugitive. Yep. I was going to say that I couldn't think of a quote. My only quote would be Tommy Lee Jones because he was awesome. You find that, that one our man. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. I love it. It it, it, it gets me every time. It, it's just p- 
your Harrison Ford. It's just the greatest like two hour thrill ride. And uh, there's not a ton of like crazy action. I mean, the biggest actions in the first 15 minutes, right? There's the armed entry and then there's the train sequence. But then it gets into this kind of cool, just kind of thriller in Chicago. And I, I love the city of Chicago. It's a great city. It's just cool. It's it's an edge of your seat action. It's so good. Without CGI, right? Like back when movies were a little more pure in the 90s, right? And it was more about the acting and just the good. Yeah, it was. And just an awesome cast. I mean, everybody, yeah. just, there's so many different people in there. It's just crazy cast. And uh, and a lot of young and up and coming people were in that movie. But uh, it's so good. It's really just a great movie. Tom Lee Jones is, kills it. He wins the Academy Award. He, you know, Harrison Ford doesn't get nominated. He gets nominated for Beck's Picture but loses the Schindler's List. Tough to beat that. But uh, in many other years, that would have won Best Picture. And again, it's a, it's a remake of a TV show. It was, that was a hard like move to put that together. But uh, I mean, jumping off the dam, I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. You know, it it's all, it has everything, everything in that movie. That's up there for uh, if I had a, if we did a Tommy Lee Jones show, uh, that would be my number one for Tommy Lee Jones yep. because his his lines in that movie are like awesome. Like that's his, they're both that's throwing ninety five miles an hour. They're both like bringing the heat. It's yeah. It's, he was he was made to play the the marshal. Yep. Sam. Right. Yep. Great movie. So I had my five were um, slightly different order than yours. Uh, we have one that's different. So my number five, I had Jack Ryan in the the two Patriot yep. game movies, right? Because I like those. I thought like you see like an intelligent side of him where like he shouldn't be action because he's an analyst, but. Um, mm-hmm. but he pulls it off because it's Harrison Ford. My number four, I had Air Force One because I thought that's a really good. Yeah, you can totally change those around. Yeah, I agree. Also, fun fact that was actually Kevin Costner's movie that he passed on because he was going to do one of his three hour epics. Probably Dances with Wolves around that probably, time. Or something. Probably your favorite Dances with Wolves. So he, I think he owned the script or had rights to the script and he only let it go as long as it went to Harrison Ford, because he knew what a good movie it would be, and he's the one that could pull it off. So mm-hmm. so kudos to Kevin Costner uh, rocking it. Number three for me, this is the one you're probably going to disagree with, but I'm okay with that. Uh, one of my favorite Harrison Ford movies, Six Days and Seven Nights. Oh, my I, God. I, I, love, I love that movie. That's another movie I'll one watch all the time. One of the biggest bombs he's ever had. <laughs> I don't care. I, I'm not interested in his box office totals. I'm interested in being entertained. And Hayes, right? Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, very good looking back then. Yep, he just pulled off the. He was like a retired Han Solo in this movie, right? Mm -hmm. Like he's you know he's still a pilot. He's just chilling, you know. Gets the girls, gets some drinks, you know. It's it's good. It's just good. Just if you haven't watched it in a while, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kill you on it. It's not it's not an awful movie. It's just well known for being a huge bomb in the box office. But uh, that's that's kind of end of the '90s for him, right? It's kind of started to decline a little bit, but. uh, that was like the random hearts time, random hearts and that, and you know, a couple other. Yeah, he, he was just very laid back and, and kind of funny in that movie. I just, I just yeah. dig him. My number two, I also had Han Solo, so no surprise there. Uh-huh. And my number one, as we talked about, was the Fugitive. Same thing. Uh, Fugitive to me is like Tombstone. If it's on TV, I'm stopping what I'm doing and I'm putting it on. Yep. So that's it. It's on and it's on. It's great. You know, I was looking at his looking at Harrison Ford the last couple of days. His stretch from eighty to eighty four every year is iconic. I mean, it goes Empire. You can even take it further to eighty five if you look yeah. at that. Eighty five, he did Witness, which was another good movie. Yeah, I, I was back and forth on Witness. Uh, that seemed kind of a, a drag for me, but it was a good movie. But it's a little drag. But uh, 
you know, when you do Empire, Raiders, Blade Runner, Return of the Jedi, and Temple of Doom. <laughs> you know what? I thought that you were going to say Blade Runner on your list. I'm going to have an embarrassing truth about me here. I've never seen Blade Runner. I can never get through it. It's tough, right? It's like an iconic character that I can't watch. People love it. And, and I'll be honest with you, we're both in the same uh, club of I can't get through Blade Runner. Yeah. It's just not, it's just too, I don't know, something about it. I'm not into it. Sorry, folks. An equally good run for him was the early 90s, too, because he did Patriot Games was 92, The Fugitive 93, Clear and Present Danger 94. He did a few few things, and then and then he came back in 97 with Air Force One. Shortly after that was The Six Days and Seven Nights, which I loved. <laughs> and then uh, the, the one stinker that I know that you agree is a stinker. I don't think it's a stinker. I enjoyed it. But you get Indiana Jones 4, Crystal Skull. So I'm a diehard indie guy, so I have a hard time hating on any of them. I mean, let's face facts, that was Shia LaBeouf that killed that movie. No way, he's awesome. No, come on. That. As a greaser? Eh, it's just, it's just not me. This whole movie's fine. I mean, I love, I love indie. Best line of that movie, when he's getting in a fight or whatever, and he looks at him, he goes, you're a, you're a teacher? And in the end, he looks at him and goes, part-time. Part-time. <laughs> so but that's the kind of quick wit that you get i i just i love it i love it what would you rate the first four what would you quick first four, what, what's your top four raiders one we know i mean raiders one uh i would say uh last crusade two yeah crystal i mean crystal skull and temple i'd say uh they're even kill for me i didn't love temple of doom yeah it was good that's actually i believe that was supposed to be a prequel to raiders Yes, it is. It's prior to Raiders that that happens yeah. in the chronicle. I mean, short round's the best part. So you know what? I'm going to put that at three just because of short round. He's got a, he's got his own Academy Award. Now. He's more <laughs> acting Academy Awards yeah. than Harrison Ford does now. So uh, yeah, that's kind of my I know, Crusades too. I, I think Crusades great. I just watched uh, Crusade the other day. I mean, Sean Connery, come on, it's so good. That's so good. Yeah, and, and you know the, the Nazis are the worst. So we love we love defeating Nazis. It's so. easy to. Easy to hate but Raiders is so iconic for me. I, I know that. I've maybe watched that like 40 times. And when they had like the uh, 30th anniversary, I went in the theater. I was, myself, I was the only one in the theater watching it. You know, it has maybe the best car chase of all time, in my opinion. The, the scene of him, like, what truck? And he puts his hands together. What truck? And he, the, uh, <laughs> the music player, he's, and he's on the horse. And dun, 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 and he goes and takes the truck over. That, that eight minutes. I mean, and that's goes, a time, too. When you think about that, that's like Steven Spielberg at his finest, too. Oh. Again, no CGI. There's no Lucas CGI. and Spielberg just throwing 100 miles an hour. Just let's oh, yeah. just do it. And, you know, even the last five minutes, as, as a kid, I remember being scared to death of that. And I still get a little, like, when, when you know, the, the melting faces. Yeah, it just still freaks yeah. me out, the melting faces. Oh, I love that movie. And Karen Allen's great. No, you, you don't have to have, like, this unbelievably, you know, super model to be. You know, it's, she's great. She plays this, you know, the whole chase with the bucket. I, I could tell that whole movie. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to relive it. We know it's awesome. It's We're the good. best. The rest of his uh, the rest of his flicks here, I liked Cowboys and Aliens. I thought that one wasn't horrible. I think that was a John Favreau movie. Yeah, that wasn't bad. A little goofy as a movie in general, but solid. Mm-hmm. 42. That's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, then he had a couple of cash grabs, right? I mean, Expendables 3. I mean, come on. You just join in the ranks of all these guys. Anchorman 2. Anchorman 2. Uh, I mean, even Force Awakens, honestly. That's just cash grab i mean this guy wanted to be killed off in jedi 
So it comes back 30 years later to finally get killed off. Again, Booze, Lord Booze will say again, you know, decanonize the last three. I'll tell you what, if he wasn't in Force Awakens, that movie is, I mean, it's already not great, but it makes it worse. You know, so having him there was really, um, it was nostalgic for me to have him back as Han Solo. Yeah, so just, I'm cool. now looking at all three of those movies and I'm going to decanonize the last three. Did you watch um, 1923? Yes. Did you like it? I did. I, I think it's funny he's going to TV a lot more now. He's And of course, the big thing is him coming up is taking over Thunderbolt Ross in a year or two at Marvel. So that'll be interesting as well. He's going to have a couple of roles. Yep. Yeah, that'll be interesting. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, he's doing the next Captain America movie, I believe, is where he starts, and he does the Thunderbolt. So uh, yep. he's taking over for John Hurt, and uh, I think he'll be good at that. You know, he's 80. I think that fits the Thunderbolt Ross character well. So uh, I think it's more of a villain role for him, too. I think um, yeah. it's kind of the like you're going to love to hate him. Yeah, well, that's what, that's the role. So, um, you yep. know, it's, it's kind of iconic that this is his last indie role, it sounds like. I don't think they're coming back for another one with him. I've heard mixed reviews but you know I'm, i'll be there open at night yeah that's a i think that's i'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best to get in the theater for this one i'm gonna try i'm really gonna try i'm gonna is there a better on... movie soundtrack than the indie music is there anything better than the raiders march all this the good soundtracks are done by john williams when you take the indiana jones you take the star wars uh what i'm not sure about did john williams do the original superman theme yes he did okay because that to me Lord Booze is a dork. I have the best of John Williams oh, CD. That's not a dork at all. That's that's solid. <laughs> I, I you know what I'm that's going on Spotify uh as soon as we're done this call. Okay, good. I'm gonna have to listen to some of those. As far as best, uh I'd say yeah, I off the top of my head, I'm gonna say Raiders is great, Superman is great. Obviously, there's a couple of Star Wars songs that are awesome. Uh I'm gonna throw in the Top Gun theme, uh just because that just gets me so pumped. They're at the edge of the what's it called? There, the aircraft carrier, and it's the the yeah. planes coming up, and it, uh, yeah, that's that's dope. It's not John Williams, but we'll we'll, we'll go with it's it. Not, we'll it. It's not, but it's the one. It's the one that's not. Yeah. All right. So listen, I got Sounds some good. fun facts on Mr. Harrison Ford here. Uh, I don't know All if right. you knew that he he he's done some Japanese beer commercials. Are you aware of this? Kier, no. Kieran beer. K-I-R-I-N. What I'm going to do is I have the links to these. I have two of them that I found. So I'm going to post them in the show notes so anyone can take a look at them. I mean, he's speaking Japanese in there, and it's awesome. It's Harrison Ford. It's like, and it's old man Harrison Ford. It's not like he did him when he was 20. And they used to do the Japanese commercials like the 90s when you couldn't see it. Now everybody does commercials, but that was yeah, like the 90s. you could 90s probably thing. find your uh, kindergarten graduation on YouTube if you look hard enough. It's out there. It's out there, booze. You don't want to see that. <laughs> no, no one cares about that. No one cares. But it's out there. Someone in your class cares. Someone's parents cares about something. Yeah, please do not Google my kindergarten video. Anybody out there. I'll pay you. Harrison is, he is a skilled carpenter. Yes, I know that. That's how he got the job as Han Solo. Uh, he was yep. on, George Lucas didn't, initially didn't want him for Han Solo. and I forget the guy's name. The casting director hired him to build some doors for the set. And he happened to time it so that he'd be on the set when George Lucas was there. And he ended up reading opposite of some people. And then he just had a, he just played better with some of the main stars and they took him. My other favorite Harrison Ford line is um, Crusade. Can you fly a plane? Fly? Yes. Land? No. And that's actually true in real life. Too. <laughs> oh, you know, while we're on that, I just, I thought of the coolest scene from Sean Connery after they, I think it's when they crashed the plane 
uh, and the other planes, no, they're on the motorcycle and the plane's chasing them and they're coming over the beach. Sean Connery has his umbrella and he's making yep. the bird sounds and all the bird. I was like, Oh, that's the best way to kill a guy. <laughs> right? All the, all the birds fly up and get into the guy's propellers. And then that, the plane crashes. There's some iconic death in, uh, indie movies. There's a lot of ones. Oh uh, yeah. Solid. Uh, that that's up there. Of course, the most famous is the when he was hurt, right? He couldn't do the fight because I think uh, do the real fight scene in, in Raiders. No, he, he had dysentery. Yeah, so he just said, why don't we just <laughs> every shoot ten the minutes guy? he had a poop. Why don't we just shoot the guy? <laughs> so he is a uh, skilled pilot as well, plane crasher. As he he's been in a couple accidents, but it doesn't stop him. In 2010, he has a uh, a Wright Brothers Memorial Trophy. Uh, I don't know what that is exactly, but he's got it. Sounds something with flying and and, uh, and crashing. They named a spider and an ant species after him, and I I'm not going to try to pronounce it, but you can look it up. If yeah, you're it's got to be with Temple of Doom. Re- thinks with that, so yeah, he does a lot of work in that field. Like, uh, so they named a couple of species that they've discovered after him, which is kind of cool. He turned down the role for uh, Alan Grant in the Jurassic Park mm-hmm. Park movie. You know, that was a Spielberg movie too, so I could see Spielberg. And he has no Academy movie. Awards, right? I don't think he's ever won an Academy no. Award. So no, crazy. No, none. Him and Cruz. It's weird, right? In my top five remembering growing up in the 80s, in the 90s, it's Harrison Ford. He's one of my, Yeah, it's, it's just there. So you know, he's the man. Well, you mentioned it. And so in, in 93, when The Fugitive came out in like Patriot Games, this was like the heyday of like VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. If you're either renting it or own it, I owned it. I owned it. So when in doubt, like if you're just hanging out in the basement doing whatever you're doing and you stick that on while you're playing games or something, it's just something to have on in the background. Yeah. And you just over and over again, like that's just the way it is. It's a great movie. I mean, Dr. Richard Kimball. We are looking for Dr. Richard Kimball. <laughs> I love that. I love the whole movie. It's such a good movie. It's such a great movie. And then they have the bumbling cop on the on the train, but then you got the cops in Chicago. It, it's really oh man, sorry. Yeah, love that movie. St. Patrick's Day I Parade. I could tell. Put the green yeah. hat on. I could. Do you want to keep on reciting the whole movie for you, everybody? No, Here we go. no, I do not. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna decline the whole movie. What I found was there's a like a folk singer. Christine Lavin, uh, and I have this video as well. She ha- she wrote a song about Harrison Ford. She happened to bump into him once, I believe. He like held the door for her or something, and she was a big fan. So there's like this song. I didn't listen to the whole thing. I listened to the first couple minutes, and I was like, okay, it's like a folk song. It's not like a song you hear on the radio, but but it's interesting. And I'm gonna put it out there. Yeah, put it in the show notes. I want to listen to it. I sure will. Uh, so the last thing is just you know Indiana Jones as we pay tribute to him in this. Is uh, this is this is his favorite character? This is one he's come out and said multiple times that this is one of his favorite characters to play. Uh, it's unfortunate that this will be his last mm-hmm. take on it. Of course, he's eighty something years old, right? So we can't blame the guy. You know, I feel like this is something where they could have done more. If Indiana Jones came out anytime after the two thousands, right? Let's just say Raiders of the Lost Ark came out in in the year two thousand, without a doubt. There was a streaming TV show of Indiana Jones. There was some sort of adventure. Like, young Indiana Jones Chronicles was out there. They tried doing a Young Adventures, right? But, yeah, there would be some sort of spinoff, some sort of anything to get him back in there. That's a money grab for sure. If this got released in the 2000s, they would have a whole thing every two years with this, right? And then there would be spinoff shows. And um, in the 90s and 80s, was the trilogies, right? You were done after three, and that was it. And uh, so that changed a lot in the 2000s. But Think about what they tried to do. In, in light of these movies, I mean, granted, he's an archaeologist, right? But if you think about 
National Treasure with Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage. Like those are two, those are fantastic movies, right? You got the Uncharted, which is a video game, but still a great movie. You got the Laura Croft, also a video game, but fantastic movies. It's just the whole treasure hunter kind of spooky things. The MacGuffins. Yeah. You know, Indiana Jones, never a great video game. No good video games for Indiana Jones, by the way. No good video games. You know, they make reference to it in Endgame uh, mm-hmm. when they're going back to get the... Yeah, the time stones. The time stones, thank you. Pop culture, it's it's built in. I want to get my it. whip now and start with, and practicing my whip skills. So, uh, yeah. Did you ever have a whip and you try to use it? Did you uh, whip yourself in the face? Probably something close to that. Not a real whip, but probably uh, like a dog leash or something. I probably played indie once or twice as a kid, so in the 80s. So, of course. Uh, um, I know I've always wanted a fedora hat. It doesn't really fit the Lord Boo's look, but I would love the the, the old fedora hat and the, the leather jacket. We'll, we'll allow it. You All should right. go as Indiana Jones for Halloween this year. <laughs> I would love to do that. You could, you could do it, man. Like Start it. collecting now. Do a little cosplay. You got a little. I got the six shooter. Got the, the little gun. You know everything. So uh, this is the year to do it. It's the man. I, yeah, I got to do that little indie look. I got the, I got the scruffy beard now, so I kind of have the indie look for that too. So I think if you do it though. Uh, I think what you have to do is you have to walk around with like a Bluetooth speaker, you know, just playing the theme song. Yeah, the I'll just call my dad and he can hear it blasting in the background. He has my my father, who's almost eighty, has like the phone on, on the sound of one to ten. It's on like sixteen, so if someone calls him, it just goes dun dun dun, dun. <laughs> really loud. So perfect. I'll just have him follow behind me. and I'll call his phone so uh, I can hear it playing all the time. It, it's you know, as a only child and my dad, it's it's kind of a nice thing that I think about that. That's his guy. That that's his man. He brought me to Indiana yeah. Jones. He wanted me to see it. And uh so it's a little sentimental for me. That's why Indy's number one in my book. Any last thoughts here on Mr. Ford? No, he he you know, great movies. I watch them all. He's he's my number one guy and uh I cannot wait for Dial Destiny. I, I will be there opening night. I'm looking forward to talking about it here. I'm not gonna be disappointed, it's gonna be great no matter what happens. Uh it's Indy. It's it's a movie in the theater with Indiana Jones. I am ready to go. Let's go. Awesome. Well, June 30th, check out Indiana Jones, The Dial of Destiny. Check it out if you haven't watched the trailer. Google it. It's there. All right, everybody. Thanks for checking in the Casual Nonsense. Stay casual. Stay casual.